Welcome to Thoughts Off the Stem. I'm Justin Baroni. Today we're smoking on Pink Kush. It is delicious. I love me the Kush. You guys know that. Yeah, you guys know that. I like the Pink Kush. I like anything Kush. Purple Kush, my favorite, obviously. Um, but this week, I thought that I would talk about a couple things. I figured that I would, well, one, I closed the garage door this time, so you guys shouldn't have any weird feedback or, like, wind noises in the background. It was a little too windy for me. <laughs> so I closed it up, and now I'm hotboxing my garage. So let's enjoy this session. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so this week I thought that I would talk about a couple things. The black market buying versus... Um, the dispensaries and the government, at least for Canada, I don't know very much about, you know, what the cost is and stuff in the States. Um, but uh, up here where it's legal, we have to go through the government essentially to buy it. Start When we started it a year ago, we had to order online only. And now we have dispensaries opening up and it's a whole big shebang because there's, you know, lists and procedures and all this stuff to go through. Anyway, obviously, as a long-time weed smoker, I have comparison, as I'm sure much of you do, to, I'm sure, I'm sure you guys probably grow your own, right? I, I do not, because I have kids, and I don't trust that they won't get into my shit, <laughs> so I don't do my own. But one day I will. When I, I also live in a townhouse condo, so I don't really have a lot of space. If I had space, I would definitely grow my own. But anyway, point being is that I have experience in obviously black market buying and um, now the government and the dispensaries. So I figured, you know, since my buddies and I have recently been talking a lot about the value of what, like what you get and the value of it, depending on which you buy it from, right? So this is kind of the thing this is kind of the direction that we've we've started to notice things go. So if you're buying edibles at a dispensary, they're ridiculously priced. For like what you can get on the black market and how good they are and how potent they are on the black market, you're paying way too much going to a dispensary or buying it, you know, from the government site offline, whatever you have to do in Canada. Um yeah, you're looking at like half the price. So, for example, if an edible, let's say you have a little gummy bear, okay? And the gummy bear at the dispensary is like, I don't know, five bucks a bear, something like that. I think I saw one of them for like eight bucks, which is ridiculous, to be honest. You're buying one bear at the dispensary for five to eight dollars. I could buy or get or allegedly acquire... <laughs> Um, <laughs> a package of 10 gummy bears for $15. So really dispensaries and the government, what are you doing here? Like you're, you're not really cutting out the middleman. You're not really making it harder for the black market to survive or like organized crime or anything like that. You're actually, I think in my opinion, you're making it easier. Um, the only real benefit to the dispensary is that, you, you know, obviously the like prohibition, right? The illegal and the, the legal. 
So even though the weed is legal to buy, obtain, and have, just like Pulp Fiction says, goo doo ba doo ba doo the place that you acquire it from can be an illegal spot to acquire it from, right? So that is the only real thing that I see that may be uh, a hindrance for some people to buy it. But if you're buying off the black market, you're paying like half the price. Let's be honest. Uh, the The edibles in a dispensary are yeah highly overpriced. The distillate, I don't know. The distillate seems to be actually on par, pretty close anyway. Maybe a little bit more expensive, but not double the price. It seems to be right around the right price range or the same price range as the black market. Um, same thing with um for the for the same price what was the other thing oh uh like the vape pen cartridges and stuff like that that based on what the amount that you get in one of those dispensary given cartridges um it seems to be the it seems to be an equivalent value to what you get on the black market now the technology and the stuff that they're using that's not on the black market in those pens like the heaters and the batteries and stuff like that, those seem to be, I don't know if they're better, but they seem to burn the liquid faster or heat the liquid up faster. Maybe they're just, maybe they're better. Maybe they just heat up more. I don't know. It seems to, seems to be different from, you know, brand to brand, but, um, the black market ones seem to last a little longer, but the, the the value is on par for that. That's about the only thing I see in comparison where if you're going to spend the money at a dispensary, it's worth it for um, it's worth it for the, the vape pen cartridges and the distillate. But as far as like the flower, the dried bud, no way, man, like you're paying double. I saw pink kush. Three and a half grams of pink kush dried flour for $66. <laughs> I've never paid $66 for a half quarter of weed in my life. <laughs> That's ridiculous. And quite honestly, the stats that they had on that weed in the dispensary, it said it was like 20 to 23% THC. So I can almost guarantee you that you're walking out of that store with that bud being probably 20% THC. Fine, whatever. It's an indica. It's going to be strong. It's going to hit you. But 66 fucking dollars, that's two bucks a fucking gram. Like, are you nuts? <laughs> that's insane. You could get pink kush on the black market, allegedly, <laughs> for like 35 bucks for a half quarter. That's a buck a gram. <laughs> So, like, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I understand taxes. I understand what the government's trying to do. Um, I get it. I, I don't necessarily agree with it because I think it's kind of a silly practice to up everything so much. And I know that you've got, like, mass production and you have, you know, um, transportation costs and things like that. And the game goes higher. I get that. I totally understand it. But there's got to be a better process that can keep the cost of buying lower than what the government is trying to make off it. Because I assume that for the most part, the effect on the price of weed at a dispensary is like totally 
<laughs> is totally impacted by the government, not necessarily by the grower or the company. I'm sure the companies, some some of them, you know, not everybody is awesome. Some people are greedy. Um, but yeah, I think that there's a better way to do it than the way that we're doing it now. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that's my recommendation. Like I know that I would go to a, a dispensary on a regular basis to get the refills for my pet. Um, for my dried flower, I may pick some up while I'm there, but like, you know, I'd rather grow my own in that case, like, cause it's legal to grow a certain amount here in Canada for personal use. Um, it's legal to actually, I think, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure it's legal to like gift somebody a certain amount of weed. So like if a friend of yours buys, you know, a half ounce at the dispensary, they can give you like a, uh, I want to say like a half quarter, but I could be wrong, but they could give you a half quarter to like take home, <laughs> you know? So it's funny because all the weed people that I've ever met, I've always shared. They're like, here, try this. I know a neighbor of mine not too long ago, about a year ago, maybe moved in. And the first thing he did was he saw that I smoked. So he came over and we started trading butts. It was like we were fucking eight years old trading you know, whatever, baseball cards, uh, like in the driveway. <laughs> it was hilarious. He's like, oh, I got some, uh, I'm like, I got purple kush. He's like, oh, I got orange crush. You know, and we're just going through it, pass it back and forth. It was fun. But yeah, so that's what it's like in Canada with weed now. We just stand around trading it like fucking hockey cards. <laughs> the other benefit to a dispensary, aside from, aside from, um, you know, the, the, uh, the variety that they have for what you want, like distillates, you know, dabs, this, that, whatever. Um, they also have variety in their dried flower product, obviously. And that's where the black market maybe loses a little bit to them because most of the time the black market doesn't have the same kind of variety. Like you go to, you know, your guy, at least back in high school, I remember what it was like. You go to your guy and he's got like two kinds, right? And he's got like, okay, I got this heavy indica, it's going to mess you up. And then I've got this sativa, it'll make you happy, you know? That was basically it. Like there were no names and shit like that. But now, anyway, now there's names and there's a whole variety of strains. So I think that's where the dispensaries sort of have the black market beat too, is that you always have the option for an abundance of variety. Whereas on the black market, you don't necessarily have that, I guess. But price-wise, it doesn't fucking matter because if you if you have a strain that you like, you can find a guy that sells it. I guarantee it, man. <laughs> so, you know, do what you do. I mean, do it legally is probably better. I'm just saying that in this climate, I think the government can make a few improvements on how they're investing in the growth of the weed economy. That's what I'm saying. Now, lead, Now, from that, this is another kind of neat thing that I've sort of noticed. When I was younger, my parents hated it when I smoked. Well, they didn't hate it when I smoked, but there was a very negative connotation. Like, you know, they would, uh, they didn't know that I smoked, but if like they thought that I was, they would try to call me out on it after I came home from a party or whatever. And normally they were wrong. Normally I didn't. I just drank. And the funny part was they gave me the fucking booze all the time. So... <laughs> I don't know what the problem was. Anyway, 
when I got old enough, they started asking about weed because, you know, friends started getting caught with weed and then like friends of my sister started getting caught with weed. So then I was like, do you guys do this? And blah, blah, blah. By the time that came around, I was in my 20s. So I had no problem talking about it. But they were very much like, don't do that. You shouldn't do that. It's bad. It's illegal, blah, blah, blah. So for years, I just never talked about it. I didn't do it around them. They knew that I did it, whatever. But then the second it became legal, it was hilarious to me because all of a sudden my dad starts asking me all these questions about weed. <laughs> like, you know, why does it smell like that? Why does it smell like a dead skunk? Because <laughs> that's the good shit, dad. That's the stuff that when you smell it, it makes you want to eat it. You know, like, oh, I got candy here. That the, that's the kind of thing. It's like a, you know, it's pothead Skittles, essentially. So I was explaining that to him. And, you know, as the time passed on, he kept asking more and more and more. And then he started asking about CBD and stuff like that. Now, this is over the process of like probably the last year and a bit. And now recently I was telling them about using the CBD pen because they constantly ask me weed questions because now all of a sudden it's fine. Right. But they're I think that they're still hesitant to try it. So I had brought up using this weed, uh, the CBD half and half pen. I talked about it on my last uh, one of my last episodes. I really enjoy it. I've been wanting to try CBD for a long time. And uh, yeah, I really, if you work out, if you have like, uh, if you're uncomfortable, if you have anxiety, if you have um, inflammation, you find your joints hurt, ache, things like that, take some CBD. You don't have to get it with THC, but I highly recommend it. So my dad now, he deals with anxiety um, and he's, he's had some, you know, health issues lately. And I was talking to him about it and I, I tried the CBD pen. So I was talking to him and he said, or I said, sorry, you should try the CBD stuff, but don't get the one I got with the THC. Just get the CBD pen. This was two weeks ago. By the time I was ready to leave their house, he was ready to go straight to the dispensary to get it. Whereas before there would have been this whole like back and forth of, oh, I don't know. We shouldn't have it. We shouldn't do it. It's bad, blah, blah, blah. But as soon as it's legal, it's amazing how the legality of it, if it changes, people's attitude towards it almost immediately flip to, oh, it's fine. You know, it's it's very surprising to me. Anyway, my dad went to go do it, but he's on uh, blood thinners for an issue. Anyway, we found out that CBD, I read the medical, the Harvard Medical Journal, and apparently there is a potential issue. Now, again, I'm not a doctor, so don't take me word for word on this. You can look it up. But there is a potential issue with grapefruit juice and blood thinners. There's some kind of like, um, I don't, I'm going to say the wrong thing, but there's, there's something in it that affects the, uh, amount. It can, it can up the amount of the blood thinner drug that you take, which can potentially, I guess, cause problems. So that's from a grapefruit. What they found in CBD use is a similar effect with CBD and these specific blood thinners or um I sorry I shouldn't say specific I mean blood thinners so 
before he went to get it, he's like, I got to call the doctor. I said, well, yeah, obviously we don't want to mess around with anything crazy. So yeah, make sure you can take it first. Now, the upside is, is that he called me the other day and said that the doctor said, nope, no problem. Take some of the CBD stuff. So I believe in the last couple of days he's gone to pick it up. I haven't talked to him since, but he's been cleared to use it. So even if you have medical issues and you're taking other medication, if you feel like CBD may help you, talk to your doctor about it because as far as I'm concerned, I mean, I have a heart condition. I have an implanted defibrillator. I could tell you all of that's a whole other episode. I'll tell you about that one at a later dated time. But anyway, I take it and my doctors are concerned with my use of marijuana and they know how much I smoke it and, or the use of CBD and stuff like that. It, they're just, they need more study, obviously, but at the same time, from what they know of it, their cigarettes are more concerning to them in my case anyway. So if you're going to use CBD or something like that, I highly recommend you talk to your doctor. You should definitely uh, look into it depending on what's on what ailments you may have because it could definitely help. If you, and even if you just feel bloated, just try some out, you know. Um, if you're a pretty healthy person or whatever, I would suggest looking into it. It's a pretty awesome thing to do. But yeah, so... That was, uh, that's my experience with my parents and weed, which is really funny because I'm telling you, like when I was younger, okay, I played basketball all the time. Um, I was pretty straight edge, you know, it's just school, basketball, school, basketball until I was 18. And then I kind of got fed up with basketball. I wanted to see what it was like to have fun and party on the weekends instead of playing basketball all the time. So when I first started smoking weed. I hit it all the time. I never let them see it. I never let them find out. And then as I got older, obviously it started to slip out because like they'd come to my house and they'd catch me smoking weed or right after I smoked and they'd be like, what's up with you? Oh, I'm just tired, but whatever. Um, now as it's become illegal, it's literally almost a, a, of an, an every visit discussion that we have about weed, what it does, how it affects you, what the good properties are of it, things like that. And then within this whole legalization process, I've also since found out that my parents, both of them, <laughs> were potheads. Like it doesn't everybody everybody's a pothead, man. This is my conclusion. Cause my parents, as far as I knew, up until I was about like 25 to 28, somewhere in there, they were straight edge. No nothing. Like drinking, sure, but nothing else. No drugs, no blah blah blah, right? I'm talking to my dad one day as we're out for a drive. I find out this dude had to stop smoking weed because he smoked so much weed and enjoyed it too much that he had to be like, I can't do this anymore. I smoke it too much. I'm way too high all the time. Which really, if you met him, you'd be like, nah. And then he tells you and you're like, I can kind of see it, but I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. So then he got pissed off at me for smoking weed because he thought I was going to go down the same path, I guess. I don't know. And I do love weed. I love smoking it, but I ain't giving it up. I don't care what anybody says, okay? And then I, then I figured my mom never smoked weed. I find out, yep, she never did smoke weed. She used to bake fucking brownies all the time. <laughs> She's like, oh, yeah, no problem, Justin. I'm not smoking the stuff you get, but if you get me some, I'll bake it. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? I'm going to turn my mom into the Martha Stewart of weed, unless Martha Stewart is the Martha Stewart of weed. And in that case... My mom will be my mom of weed. <laughs> but I'm saying like all these secrets or like 
things you didn't know or you wouldn't be sure or like you 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 would wouldn't dare ask your parents all of a sudden you find out and now their curiosity is there and you can see them dipping their foot in but they're not sure so i'm just waiting for the time when they get to the point where they're like you know what let's try this and i get to smoke them out one night that is going to be fucking awesome. I think my mom's going to laugh like a hyena until she passes out. <laughs> I think my dad's going to have a green out. <laughs> I'm going to have to walk him through the you're okay process. <laughs> and then I think it's going to be an awesome night. I really do. I really look forward to that day because it's going to happen. It may be down the road a long ways, but it is definitely going to happen. I think it's going to happen for sure. So yeah, so support your local dispensaries and check them out. You know, the variety is always awesome. They're, they seem to be, the ones that I've gone to seem to be very knowledgeable. So I'm very, actually very impressed based on, you know, from what, like one of the first two episodes I did, not being sure what the level of knowledge would be and whether they were weed sommeliers or not. Well, I could tell you, you're hit and miss, but on a couple, but they're, for the most part, I have met more educated people than not when I go into a dispensary. So I'm, I'm pretty stoked about the whole situation. I just hope that they find a way to make it a little bit more cost effective because the prices for dried herb and edibles are a little bit ridiculous right now. They can do a little better. But great job on the uh, vape pen situation. Um, the cartridges and the oils, they seem to be really good. So yeah, I, that's my... That's my two cents for this week. I hope you enjoyed Thoughts Off the Stem. I hope you join me every Friday at 4.20 on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Anywhere there's a podcast, you can find Thoughts Off the Stem. Uh, don't forget to check out our merch page, teespring.com slash stores slash TOTS420. Uh, yeah, we got some pretty awesome stuff on there. Weed Sommelier hoodies and t-shirts and my big buds t-shirts uh, check them out get yours today pick them up support the podcast and check us out on uh, check us god damn it i almost made it through without saying that <laughs> check me out on twitter at thoughts off the stem uh, and instagram at thoughts underscore off underscore the underscore stem so until next time load your bowls roll your joints load a dab do what you do and stay high.